Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Lead Quietly podcast. I appreciate you all so much for listening and I'm having a lot of fun with this podcast. As someone who is quieter, sometimes, I guess people in my life might disagree that I'm quiet, but um, someone who is introverted and who enjoys a lot of solo time and alone time, I really enjoy the format of podcasting and to be able to speak out loud on my own. And this is why I'm doing solo episodes to start for the first season of this podcast. I don't plan on doing any interviews with anyone because I wanted to have a chance to practice using my own voice. And I think podcasting is a really helpful format for that. And I know I've had a lot of value from podcasts myself. Anyway, I haven't even told you what today's episode is about. I'm on a long-winded rant. So today, I want to talk about my summer camping trips and why it makes me a better leader. Now, that's a weird topic, I'm sure. What does camping have to do with leadership? And it does, and I wanted to share some of the lessons and parallels that I've learned through camping and taking trips with my family and how that actually makes me a better leader in my job and a better leader in my business. I have loved camping my whole life. I have always enjoyed nature. I find it peaceful to be outside, to be away from screens, away from noise and concrete and traffic of the city. I really enjoy that quiet where you hear the birds and bugs flying and butterflies and all of that. That sense of peace and quiet makes me feel calmer and more peaceful and at ease. And I sometimes deal with anxiety or overwhelm that comes with the busyness of day-to-day life of trying to manage lots of things. I run a team and trying to manage a lot of things, a household, a family, a personal life, hobbies, relationships, all of the things plus run a business can be very overwhelming and can cause anxiety, can cause uh, exhaustion. And so these camping trips and being outside and being in nature away from it all in that quiet and ease really helps me. When I say camping, just so you can get a picture of what I'm talking about, we have an old tent trailer. So before kids, I was a tent person. And after kids, we have moved up one rank to the tent trailer. And it is way more comfortable for camping. And that 
is what we do. And I wanted to share that so you could picture what I'm talking about when I'm talking about camping. And I like to camp in places that are campgrounds that are quiet, that are that are close to a lake, that have a beach. I'm not really a out in the middle of nowhere camper with like bears and wildlife just roaming everywhere. That's not really my thing. So that kind of nervous nature that I have sometimes definitely comes out even with camping. Why does that make me a better leader? One of the the first reasons that I can think about is when you are in a leadership position, you are the visionary for your team. So for my team, I need to help set a direction of where we're going, what we need to accomplish this year. I need to decipher the goals of my organization, expectations that my boss has for me and my team, what are the requests and the work that we need to get done. And I need to figure out a way to make it make sense and make it a destination that my team knows where they are going, what they need to do in order to get there. And sometimes in the day-to-day, you can switch to manager mode. And I call that the difference between visionary leadership and manager mode. Manager mode is more of task management, organizing, helping the day-to-day machine of your team run. So taking requests in, figuring out who's going to work on them, what are the timelines, and then putting out the results and delivering the service or delivering the thing that was requested of you. And it's easy in an organization to slip into manager mode where you're on your email all the time, you're in meetings, you are constantly taking in requests from other people and saying yes, 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 and then spending the bulk of your time organizing your team and managing who's doing what, making sure everyone is on track, making sure they have what they need. And it's an important part of a manager's job or a leader's job to take care of those things. But if you stay in the manager mode all the time or too long, then you are stepping out of your visionary leader role. And when that happens, you need something that almost stops you so that you can wake up and kind of get out of that manager mode, step back, remember what you're doing, and think about where you want your team to go next or start um, looking more long-term and a little less short-term. So getting away on a camping trip and doing something that is so different than being on my computer or in my office, so being outside, setting up the trailer, hanging out on the beach in particular, those things help me break out of manager mode. It's a vacation from work. It is a chance to reflect about things in a bigger picture sort of way or even not to think about work at all. Sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you literally just need the break to don't to not think about work at all. And that helps you when you get back, come back fresher and come back in the leadership role again because you've broken the pattern of manager mode. Now the other lesson from camping and I want to talk about our tent trailer. So we bought this a few years ago. It's pretty basic. It's at least 10 years old if not longer and it has certain things that you need to do to set it up. You have to turn on the fridge, you have to hook up the propane, you have to 
put the stabilizers down, you have to get the door put in and crank up the top and pull out the slides and do all of the the things that are required in order to set up the trailer and to do it right. And there is a particular order that you need to do some of the things in, otherwise it won't work or you can't do the next step until you do the first step. When we first bought it, so my husband and I, it took us forever to get it set up that very first time. We had friends who were showing us how to use it, but it still was not second nature. We stumbled, we were scratching our heads, we were looking at things, we were like experimenting and trying to figure out how to set this thing up, forgetting steps, and it was exhausting and it took a long time and in that, it's a perfect example of how things are in the beginning. When you are new at something, when you've never done something before, that beginner mind and you have to be okay with not knowing what you're doing. So now, a few years later, on the most recent trip that we just took, we set up that trailer in no time because we know what to do. We know the big picture of how it's supposed to work. And then each of us, so my husband and I, and even my children know the jobs that they have to help set up the trailer. And it, even for my kids, it's things like helping to carry some of the supplies out of the trailer or set up the camp chairs and things like that. And because we all know our roles, and we know what the end product looks like, and we know the steps for how it's supposed to work, it's much quicker. And because we've practiced them, we've done these tasks before, we have experience in doing them, we know what to do. We don't have to spend as much time questioning or wondering. So when you think about that in relation to your team and running your team, ask yourself, does my team know what the end product of what they're doing is supposed to look like? Does my team, do the members of my team, know what their role is? Do they know their particular tasks? Do they know what they are supposed to do and how they contribute to the big picture? That is something I was reflecting on this particular camping trip that we just took, thinking about with practice and as a team is together for a period of time, the longer that they are together, the more opportunity they have to become a well-oiled machine where everyone knows their role and they know what they're working towards. The other lesson from camping that makes me a better leader is actually learning to relax, learning to go with the flow and not worry so much about having the perfect plan and also making do with what you have. In a leadership role, yes, planning is good. Yes, it is good to have plans, to have targets, to have key performance indicators or metrics or objectives, things that you are specifically working towards. But as we all know, plans don't always work out and you need to be flexible to adapt and change your plan. Having an adaptable team, a team whose mindset is programmed to think that being adaptable is good, that changing is positive, can help your team flourish way more than if people on your team are so stuck in having to do things a certain way or afraid to veer off the plan. Adaptability is really one of the greatest strengths of leaders that I've seen and of culture that you are instilling within your team. 
the other thing was making do with what you have. So when you go camping for us, we pack our food, you pack your clothes, you pack your supplies that you're going to have and you're going to use for the time that you are away. And if you forgot something at home or it's not easy to get wherever it is that you're going, you have no choice but to make do without it. That's just a reality and it's amazing how when the option is not there, that thing that you're missing, unless it's critically important to what you're doing, isn't that important after all or isn't as important as you originally thought it was. And sometimes within our teams or in our work environments and as leaders, we spend more time worrying about what we don't have. Budgets are tight. We don't have enough staff. We aren't getting clear direction from our leaders. There's always some problem or some lack, something that isn't perfect yet, something that we're missing. And instead of making do with what you have, you're so focused on the thing that you don't have. Now, I will say this. Having staff shortages or lack of budget can have a serious impact on a team and its ability to perform and do the work that they need to do. That is definitely something that is true and depending on your industry, what kind of team or organization you're in, it might have critical impacts on you. But I mean those things that are nice-to-haves, that aren't essential that you're still able to run your team, run your organization, achieve your outcomes with what you have. You just aren't thinking in a way of flexibility, of rearranging things, of veering off that plan and trying to make do and come up with a new plan. Find ways to be more efficient, find ways to save time, find ways to get people on the team taking over different tasks in order to help them grow, for example. Having this mindset of working with what you have and doing the very best with what you have will serve you more as a leader than spending all your time worrying about what you don't have or what's not perfect yet within your team. If you do that as a leader, you're really setting a tone for the other members of your team that they aren't good enough or that your team isn't performing as well as it should instead of fueling the things that are going well. It might not be perfect, but the more you encourage the things that are going well and look at things that are missing as opportunities to try to improve or be creative or scrappy and come up with some other idea, the more you can go with the flow, the less stress you will have as a leader and then your team won't feel that from you. And you have the opportunity to set the standard to be the role model of being relaxed, having an attitude of, I will figure this out or we will figure this out together. And when you focus more on the things that are going well and encourage those things, then your team feels good about what they're already accomplishing. And that gives them momentum to keep going and to want to try harder and to want to take on new things, even if it's a challenge. So those parallels, those three takeaways that I had from this most recent camping trip, I wanted to share with you. And I hope there's something in here that helps you. Even if you aren't a manager of a team, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you are in a business. Is there something about those lessons? Are you getting into the day-to-day -day of manager mode 
in your business right now? Are you forgetting where you're going? And one caveat to that I want to say about leadership mode, like visionary leader mode and manager mode, is that you don't want to be in either one of those modes all the time. If you're always in visionary mode, then you're always living in the future. You're always thinking about what's next. You are wondering, you are setting goals, you are living in the future, and you're missing some of the day-to-day that you actually need to do in order to get to that future. And the opposite, if you're in manager mode all the time, then you are head down in the weeds, in the details. And if you do that all the time, you're spinning your wheels and not getting anywhere in the big picture. So it's finding the balance between those two modes. So think about that in terms of whatever your career is, whatever your business is, which one of those modes are you in and do you need a break to help you kind of snap out of one and get into the into the other. Practicing over time, having everyone know what they're doing and know what their roles are and know what the outcome is might be something you could apply to your business as well if you don't have a team. Even if you are a solopreneur and you're the only employee of your company, do you clearly know what the end goal looks like for you? Like what does that setup trailer look like? And do you know all the roles or all the things that need to be done in order to get there? If you're constantly questioning and you're not sure what I should be doing and you're going from this to that and you really feel confused or that you're wasting a lot of time guessing, then it might be time to look for some business coaching or look for some help from someone who can help guide you and and make that more clear for you. And then lastly, this is definitely true in entrepreneurship as well, learning to relax, learning to go with the flow, to have fun and to make do with what you have, especially if you are new in business and you don't have a lot of revenue yet or even any revenue at all. Perhaps you're funding your business just out of pocket. Know that you can be scrappy to some degree and make do with what you have. You don't need to invest in every technology or every paid subscription or everything right now. So I hope there was something in today's episode that made you think, that maybe made you reflect about your own vacations and your own time away from work or business to help you recharge, reset some of your thinking and find some lessons in the day-to-day of your life that apply to your professional life as well. If you had a takeaway, I would love to hear about it. So feel free to share this episode and tag me at Lead Quietly. I would love to know what your takeaways are and you can always send me a DM. Thank you so much for joining and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.